Hallelujah. Glory to God. I am so privileged to be standing before you today. And I know that God is going to minister to our hearts. I'd like to appreciate our convener, Reverend Julian Kula, if we can please appreciate him. Glory to God. I'd also like to appreciate my husband, Apostle Dennis. <laughs> and I'd like to appreciate my parents, Bishop and Reverend David and Susan Karaoke, who are here today. They are also our spiritual authority. I'd like to appreciate all the pastors, all the bishops, all the leaders, the government leaders. Thank you so much. I want you to turn to your neighbor and prophesy to them and give them a genuine compliment and uh, appreciate them. Come on, that one has an attitude. Turn to the other one that looks friendlier and appreciate them. Amen. While we are standing, I'd like us to read the word of God from John chapter 5. And then we will have our seats. If you can just uh, bear with me just a minute as we read the word. John chapter 5 from verse 5. After this, there was a feast. Okay, let's begin from verse 5. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, he knew and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time. He said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man said, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps before me. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. Glory to God. One more time for Jesus, even as we have our seats. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell them it is my time. You don't sound convincing. Turn to the one behind you and tell them it is my time. Now, Greek gives us two distinctions for time, chronos and kairos to distinctions for time, chronos and kairos. Chronos is quantitative. It is the measure of a period or a time when an action or a process or a condition exists or continues. This is the progression of events from past to present to future. Chronos is seconds, hours, days. Time in the natural world, as we would call it, is called chronos. Now, in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, the Bible says that um, uh, God said, Let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times, 
days and years. And so he put two great lights, one to govern the day and one to govern the night, so that they could separate the seasons. Chronology is a distinction of the measure of time, of days, of seconds, as I have said. Now, the movement of moments in time is primarily marked by day and night. Now, day and night don't just mark to show chronology, but they also serve as a promise. Bible says in Psalms chapter 30, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So day and night don't just show the chronology, they also distinguish the seasons that says that as long as there is a day, there is going to be a night. And as long as there is going to be a night, there is going to be a day. So day and night show us that while night may be long, day is coming soon. While you may be sitting in the night right now, while you have been in a certain place for a long time, as sure as God is legislature, I want you to know that day is coming. So day and night serve as markers of the promise of God. I want you to know that you can build your life around the promises of God. You can bank on the promises of God. You can organize your life in the dark. You can organize your life in the backside of the desert. You can organize your life in the days of the wilderness. You can organize your life in the days of isolation. You can organize your days in your life in the days when it is silent. When nobody knows you. When nobody has heard of you. When nothing seems to be happening. Because of the promise of God of day and night. You can bank on the promises of God. That while it is night day is coming. I want you to know that day is coming for you. There is a season that is coming that is not going to look like the season that you are in. Things may be looking grim right now, but in a short while it is going to be daybreak. Day and night mark to show the promise of God. This is a very important concept because men can build their life around promises. When I was getting married, my husband gave me an engagement ring. When he gave me an engagement ring, this was not marriage. We didn't get married on the day he proposed. He gave me a ring that was a promise that one day we are going to get married. I began to plan my future. I began to plan the rest of my life based on what? A promise. I began to assure myself of what was coming based on what a promise. I began to adjust my life based on what a promise. Things began to shift around me based on the promise that one day we would get married. Now, somebody else suggested that we should get married. I wasn't married, but I said no based on what. A promise. I want you to understand that the promise of God is the sure thing that you carry upon yourself. The promise of God is the evidence of what he's going to do. Day and night mark the, pro the evidence of the fact that God does not fail. God does not change his mind. What he said about this nation is going to come to pass. What he said about your life, what he said about
about your family. God has made a promise. He does not break his word. He does not change his mind. He does not go back on what he has said. You can build your life. You can bank your life on the fact that God said it. If he said it, he's going to do it. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. So Kronos becomes the season of preparation for men. Okay? So Kronos is not just for the passing of day and night. It is also the, the time of the preparation of men for the divine timing of God. So you must maximize what God has said for you to do in the period of Kronos. You must be able, you cannot be half-baked on the day that God opens a door for you. This is the season for you to maximize. These are the seasons of the making. The seasons of the wilderness are the seasons when nobody is seeing. When I say wilderness, I don't mean the seasons when you're not fruitful. I mean the seasons when David was not known. These were the seasons when he was tearing apart lions, when he was tearing apart bears. These were the seasons when there was nobody to give him accolades, when there was nobody to recognize what he was doing. In fact, had he said to his father that I a, a lion came up to the sheep, took one sheep. I went after the lion and tore it apart and killed it. His father would have probably beaten him up. He would have said to him, are you not more important to me than one million sheep? Why would you put your life at risk where sheep is involved? Why would you do that? But I want you to know that these are the quiet seasons when things look like they are extreme. These are the seasons when men are fasting and praying. These have been the seasons of preparation for our nation. These have been the quiet seasons for many uh, decades when men have been praying for the time that we are enjoying now. This revival that we are experiencing now has not been born today. There has been work that have, has gone into the chronos so that we could prepare for the Kairos moment of God. The Bible says that Israel entertained foreign gods and then became half-baked. That shall not be us. You shall not be half-baked on the day of your assignment in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Unprepared, unprocessed, and untransformed minds did not carry the capacity to move from slavery into the promised land in the short time it should have taken them. And so we cannot be unprepared, but chronos, the timing of God, the years, the seconds, the minutes, these are the times that God uses to sharpen men for the sake of a day that is to come. This is why you cannot be complaining about the time that is, it has taken God to come through. Because in that season, there is a making that is going on on the inside of you that is going to present you to the world. The second distinction is called Kairos. Someone say Kairos. I didn't hear you. Come on. Someone shout Kairos. Kairos is about divine moments. Kairos is not about minutes. It's not about seconds. It's not about hours. But Kairos is about divine moments. It is used to define preordained moments for something to happen in a man's life. 
Kairos is a, de, uh, a preordained time when God has determined for something to shift in a man's life. Kairos is also an opportune time or a season such as a harvest time. Kairos is a windows of time that requires uh, recognition and interpretation for outside its understanding men miss it and have to wait for another time I want to declare to somebody today you will not miss out on your Kairos moment in the name of Jesus Christ do I have someone to believe with me you will not miss out on your Kairos moment in the name of Jesus Christ correct perception of timing is the game changer for many people Many people are not missing out on their opportunity, uh, are not missing out on their miracles because they are not there, but they are missing out on their miracles because they missed to, to perceive what God was doing in a certain season. I pray for you today. May your eyes be open to what God is doing in our nation in the name of Jesus. Come on, someone say amen. May your ears be open, the eyes of your understanding be open to perceive correctly in the name of of Jesus. It is perception that caused the woman at the well to stop drawing men and start drawing men. She was drawing one kind of man, but as soon as she perceived that he is a prophet, something shifted about what she was able to do, and she began to draw other kinds of men. Perception is what can change a man from being an ordinary man to a man that God can use for a generation. Perception is the simple difference from a man that is not making a difference in the world to a man that is doing exploits. The Bible says, they that know their God, they shall be stronger and they shall do mighty exploits perception is the knowledge of God perception is what causes intimacy with God when men perceive right they are able to bring out something they are able to birth the purposes of God I decree upon you today you are not missing out on that opportunity in the name of Jesus Christ I declare this nation has come into full circle we will not miss out on what God is doing in the body of Christ in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus the men that miss out on opportunities are not intellectually wrong the men that miss out on opportunities on divine moments on the Kairos moment on the move of God are not men that are philosophically challenged the men that miss out on the move of God in a generation are not necessarily those that don't understand but the men that miss out are the men that stand on the sidelines as they look at the move of God criticizing the move of God looking at it and saying, this is not doctrinally correct Looking at it and saying, this is not acceptable. The gathering of people like this, as they complain and criticize, something is happening on the inside of a nation. Something is happening in the belly of a nation. God is moving in a nation and they miss out. It is not the intellectually uh, incapacitated that miss out on the move of God. It's the men that have no perception. Men of perception.
deception can observe the move of God being handled by another man and will say I will line up with what the man of God is doing I will do whatever he needs me to do men of perception hold each other's hands men of perception do not say I have to be in the limelight I have to be in the flyer I have to be the one to do it men of perception and the men that say whatever God is doing may I be counted worthy to be a part of what God is doing if I be in any place may I be found in the move of God I pray for you today let the eyes of your understanding be open to the move of God in our day in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus the Kairos moment is the moment that seems that causes men to seem like they appeared out of nowhere this is the moment that men call the suddenly moment this is the moment that people call the immediately moment come on turn to your neighbor and tell them the word that we love suddenly to the other one <laughs> the kairos moment is the moment where joseph is in prison one day and in the palace the next day these are the days when uh, a, a, a woman is just you know uh, observing her own business the next thing she is you know standing before a king as a queen and i want you to know that the kairos moment has been prepared by the chronos i feel like many times people ignore the fact that chronos is the preparation of god and i want you to know that all of the preparation that has come to be um i think it was apostle selman that said you cannot ignore the fact that god can shift the destinies of men in a minute you cannot ignore the fact that many of us were not where we are last Rema feast. You cannot ignore the fact that God is able to alter the destinies of men in one minute. You cannot ignore the fact that in one moment that, that um, the path that a person is taking can be altered by God. I don't know who needs an elevation by God. I don't know who needs a sudden elevation by God. I know you have been in process. I know you have been in process and I came to decree upon you today that the Kairos moment of God is here that as long as God is moving there shall be something in your destiny that is altered in the name of Jesus Christ as long as men have come into this place and there is a stirring up something is happening to our generation there is something that is shifting in our generation in the name of Jesus the Kairos moment of God is when there is a stirring in the pool and men jump in. This is what I always say, that as long as you jump in the water, you are going to be wet. As long as you came to Ramafi, something is going to happen in your life in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, men's lives are altered in meetings like this. It is in meetings like this that she's, there is a declaration that is made from this altar. That declaration knows exactly where to go, knows exactly the person to identify. The centurion, the centurion man said to Jesus, you don't have to come to where I am. I understand how authority works works if you speak one word that word will not be confused that word will not go down to kenya that word will not go down to south africa that word is not going to the wrong servant but it knows exactly which road to go down the word that you release for me it knows exactly which door to knock up 
word that you release for me. It knows which servant that I need healed. I came to let somebody know today. You may not come here for an altar call, but the word that is released for you here, it is alive. That is a word that is active. The word knows exactly where to go. It knows which issue to deal with. That word knows which disease it needs to cure. That word knows your name. That word knows your house. That word knows your marriage. The word that is being released on this altar is how men's lives are altered forever. May your life be altered today. I pray for you today. Today, today, today. Someone say today. There needs to be an alteration. Today is the last day. Today is the last day. I believe that you have received something in the course of the week. But I declare upon you today. There is something that is shifting in your life. It is indeed your time and it is your season. In the name of Jesus. For men who have prepared, these are the suddenly moments that lift men out of the dust and sit them with princes. For men that are ready, these are the moments that cause men to be lifted up out of the mary clay. And their feet are set upon a stone and they are given a new song. For men that are prepared, the Kairos moment is the moment of alteration that cannot be ignored. It is possible for God to change your life so much after this. Are we together? It is possible for God to change your life so much after this that you are unrecognizable. This is what I pray for you today. May your life be altered in a way that men cannot recognize in the name of Jesus. I found something so interesting about the Kairos moment. I've seen it in my life as well. And I have seen that it's as if when there is a Kairos moment, it's like there is a portal that is opened. And when that portal is opened, there is an electromagnetic force around it. Okay? This force causes everything to align to ensure that you don't miss your moment. This force causes everything to adjust so that you cannot miss your moment. Everything around you begins to shift. This is what happens to the children of Israel when they come head to head with Goliath. I want you to know that these were God's people. You know, they were God's people. They knew God. They had seen magnificence. They had seen the supernatural. They had seen the spectacular. They had seen it all. That an entire Israelite army would be terrified because of a giant does not make sense. That an entire Israelite army would be terrified does not make sense whatsoever. It doesn't make sense that they would stand there as he insults them day after day. What makes sense, however, is that God had determined that this is David's time. This was the determination of God that this was David's season. Goliath was a walk in the park for David. David had already faced bigger battles in the backside of the desert. Nothing could move him at that moment. Nothing could alter him at that moment. For him, it was ridiculous that Israel is struggling with such a, a battle. It was ridiculous. But I want you to know that when it is your Kairos moment, everything around you, it seems like it doesn't make sense. Why? Why would it make sense that Queen Vashti was married to a man she knew was unreasonable? 
she knew was uh, um, you know she knew he could kill her she knew what he was possible what was possible if she did not obey him but come and see the woman saying I will not come what would possess her to say that she will not show up when the king calls her the only possibility was that God wanted to make room for Esther that's the only way that Queen Vashti would behave like she's crazy like that it was not even her fault it's not forgive her it's not even her fault that she acted like that God had determined that as of today Esther is getting a new introduction and the introduction that I am giving to Esther is for the sake of the saving of Jews that the children of God were so important to God that he was willing to move a queen out of the way for her people are going to act crazy when it is your time you will be looking around you and you're like why is homosexuality on the rise like this what is this you will be looking around you and you're like, i don't understand why people are acting crazy i don't understand why things are going wrong i need you to understand there is room being made for you there is room that is being made for you in this country there is room being made for uh, me i don't know if somebody is excited like me that there is room uh, that is written pastor lee wancha on it uh, there is a presentation of an opportunity looking like a problem the opportunity looks like it's a problem but intercessors begin to arise but intercessors begin to arise prophets begin to arise don't, don't even complain I, I mean false prophets have been there from back in the day false prophets have always been there if it's really really like really bothering you stand up every prophet that needs to arise here is your opportunity to say here we are we represent the authentic voice of God for our generation we represent the authentic voice of God for our nation we represent the authentic voice of God for our families in the name of Jesus and ethical business practices left right and center an opportunity is being presented for you to begin to thrive in the places that men have failed there are people who have started and failed things one million times that god is saying here is your opportunity everything could be going wrong around you and that is your kairos moment in the very places people are unable to evangelize there are people who are winning souls every day in the very places people are unable to prophesy there are people prophesying every day there are places that people call hard ground there are people thriving in their ministries i want you to know there is an opportunity for you i don't know if you can raise up your hand and say it is my time there is an opportunity for you to arise and take your place in the name of Jesus you will not miss out on your Kairos moment in Jesus name people begin to act funny everything seems like it is going wrong it is ridiculous how you look around and you're like I don't understand how my son cannot watch YouTube my son, not even YouTube kids I do not understand how this is a possibility but I want you to know there is a gap there is a gap for a, 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 a version of, of YouTube that you need to present to us at the next Rema feast and tell us by the way there is no need for YouTube in this country anymore 
Here is a platform for us to air everything we need to air. There is no need for us to do this anyway because there is an opportunity for filmmakers. There is an opportunity for on media. There is an opportunity that as long as people are acting up, as long as things are going wrong around us, this is our Kairos moment. I pray for you today. May you rise up into the place that God demands in the name of Jesus. This is not even for you. For the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of our generations, for the sake of generations to come, there is a cup, and we must be the ones to fill that cup in the name of Jesus. So, Jesus perceives that this man had been here 38 years, Kronos, a long, 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 long time, Kronos. But there was something else that was happening is that an angel would come and stir up the water and the first person to jump in would be healed. And the man tells Jesus, the problem is I am as prepared as I can be. I am as prepared as I can be. How much more prepared can I be? I have been sitting ear in, ear out in this pool, waiting for somebody to push me. The level of my preparation has gotten me this far. Indeed, the angel is the chronos moment. The stirring up of the pool indeed is the chronos moment. But Lord, I am not able to jump in. For one reason or another, I am incapacitated to jump in. For one reason or another, I am not able to come into my moment. But I want you to understand the stepping in of Jesus the Messiah becomes an alteration of the whole idea of the Kairos moment in that moment he says there is indeed a moment when you should jump in but there is a moment when I step in so then I understand that Jesus, because God is not limited to time. He is the creator of the time. He's not limited to time. He cannot say that he obeys time. He cannot say that now the man, uh, you know, you have to wait. Or Jesus to say, let me wait. When the angel stirs the water, I will push you in. He cannot say that. Why? Because he is above time. And so he says there is indeed a chronos moment. You uh, there is indeed a chronos moment for preparation. There is indeed a kairos moment for jumping in. But then there is the moment I step in as Jesus the Messiah. I don't know why I feel like there are so many people that have done everything that they can do to prepare for the move of God. And many times they have felt like something has gone wrong in their lives. But I want you to know you came to Remaphis 2023. This is the moment when Jesus Jesus, the Messiah is here and when he steps in number one he nullifies the need for the pool number two he nullifies the need for the angel number three he nullifies the 38 years that everything that he has done up to that moment is no longer necessary because by the mercy of God Jesus stepped in he stepped in and he says I am going to make you well that jumping into the pool is no longer necessary necessary but i am here now i stand as your healer <laughs> there is only so much your effort can get you there is only so much prayer and fasting can get you listen i am 
all prayer and fasting. I believe in prayer. I believe in fasting. But sometimes there is need for God to step in and turn around the protocol of time. And say, indeed, I should have gone to school for four years for this. I should have studied for four, another ten years for this. I should have had my first job at this age. I should have been promoted after ten years. But then when Jesus steps into the equation, he begins to turn around the equation and say, indeed, there has been homosexuality on the rise in this country. But I have stepped in because men have allowed me to come in. I have stepped into this nation and I am about to turn around things for the sake of generation i am about to alter the course of the direction of a nation this is what has been ailing this nation indeed the economy has been on a tangent but there are people somewhere in rema feast and for the sake of my purposes for the sake of a generation i step in to turn around things for their sake in the name of jesus christ so I came to let you know that Jesus the Messiah is here to turn around a situation for someone's life. To turn around someone's destiny in the name of Jesus. There are people who don't even know. So, okay, how should we jump in? What should I do? What should I? And then Jesus says, let me show you. Let me show you. This is what the Bible says. The zeal of the Lord will accomplish things. There are things that are accomplished by our zeal. There are things that are accomplished by our hard work. There are things that are accomplished by our efforts. But there are things that are accomplished by the zeal of God. There is a zeal we cannot be able to match. Not if we fast for a hundred years. There is a zeal we cannot be able to rise to. But when God's zeal is on it, that thing is settled in a minute. He says, I am letting out a war cry. And I want you to know that God is a man of war. And God does not go to war against his own. If he went to war against his own, it would be a kingdom divided. A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So when God goes to war, he goes to war against the destiny. Uh, he goes to war against the enemies of the destinies of his children. So when he raises up a war cry you are not on the other end of that war cry you are standing with him you are seated with christ in the heavenly places and he's saying what is ailing you my daughter what is that that is preventing the destiny of this nation god is letting out a war cry i feel specifically that god is letting out a war cry against homosexuality in this country God is letting out a war cry against corruption in this city. And listen, God's war cry is not... God's war cry, you are his war cry. You are, you are the weapon of war. You are, the Bible says that you are hidden. Hidden as a weapon of war in his hand. You are a hidden arrow in the shadow of his hand. So when he's sick, he's letting out a war cry. He's saying it is you I'm releasing to address the imbalances of a generation. You have been empowered by grace. You have to live according to it. We have been empowered by the grace of God. There is a, a, a gap for us to fill in this nation. So Jesus steps in. And when he steps in, the man is healed. We know that there is a stirring up in this nation. There is something that God is doing in this country. Isn't that so? There is something that the Lord is doing in this country. The waters have been stirred. The waters have been stirred. 
On the first night, Apostle Grace mentioned tectonic shifts. And I was amazed because I've been thinking about tectonic shifts this whole week. And tectonic shifts are, okay, so the earth's crust is made up of tectonic plates. So tectonic plates are huge slabs of rocks. They are about, there are many, but the main ones are about six. And so they, they are under, they are in the earth's crust. And these slabs, they sort of move freely. But then once in a while, they move freely like the army in Joel chapter 2. They don't just saw each other. But once in a while, they collide. When they collide, there is either an earthquake or a tsunami. Are we together? Two people said yes. Good. So, they collide and there is a tsunami or an earthquake. Now, when a tectonic plate collides with another inside water, there is a shifting, there is a stirring up of the water, and that's what we call a tsunami. I was so amazed to discover that a tsunami can begin like two centimeters high. But as it comes towards the land, it begins to accelerate. It doesn't work the other way around. It doesn't start with an acceleration. It's that it starts slowly and begins building up and begins accelerating as it is coming towards the land. When there is that kind of a stirring up, it's very different from the waves that you see people surfing. The waves that you see people surfing are very high, but are not strong. They cannot destroy anything. But a tsunami is not high, is not strong at the crest. It is strong at the trough, at the bottom. At the bottom of the, of the, of the tsunami is a strength that cannot be seen. As it, as it comes close to, to land, it begins to increase in, in intensity. So it was prepared as a stirring up. But as it comes to the ground, it becomes a suddenly. Because the minute it hits the ground, it begins to move with a force that suddenly things are beginning to be swept everywhere. Now, there has been a stirring up in this nation. In fact, there has been, star there has been a stirring up for a long, long, long time. But I want you to know, don't, because people are like, where is revival? What is revival? This is revival. Because this is the thing about revival for it to last. It is not necessarily the highs in the crest. It is the beginning of the alterations of the, of the actions of men. It is the dynamic transformation of the hearts of men. It is the dynamic transformation of the minds of men. As men are being changed, a force is beginning to rise on the underground. Something that cannot be seen. But I want you to know, even the things that are around seen there are men who can hear this is the sound of revival you will hear men saying i hear the sound of revival i hear a sound of revival you look around you and you say there is nothing there and you look around you and you say there is nothing there someone goes to check and says there is no rain there is no cloud he tells him go back again go and check seven times when he checks the seventh time he finds that there is a feast there is a cloud the size of a man's feast there there is a sound in the atmosphere this is the sound of revival this may not be one million people but please give it a short time just give it a minute because the influencers of revival the carriers of the fire the carriers of the fire of god are sitting right here 
today there are men who are carrying revival you may not know them you may not recognize them but indeed something is happening on the underground there is a stirring in the atmosphere there is a stirring in the water something is shifting in this nation and I declare you are not missing out on what God is doing in the name of Jesus So this is what I find that is mind-boggling. Say mind-boggling. Is that the waves that you see on a sea, they end at the shore. But a tsunami, if it finds a river, it begins to go up against the river. The waves that were on the shore becomes the wave on the river. Please, the river, in case you may not know, takes water to the sea except if it runs into a tsunami and then things are like let's just go back in this way uh, so that there was a natural flow of things there were things that were looking like they can never be changed the force of gravity is the force of gravity what can we do about the force of gravity until the tsunami begins until it hits the land and what was going in a certain way things begin to turn around saying there is a sound of revival there are many who are healing people demons are being cast out the blind can see the lame can walk the deaf can hear something has occurred because of the stirring up of the water this is something else that I found very interesting that the force of a tsunami can go around barriers so typically a wave is broken when it finds a commensurate barrier so when a wave finds a barrier that is its size or its weight it stops except a tsunami because a tsunami will find a way around the barrier a tsunami will find a way over the barrier please remember it doesn't have high waves see motowa gazetti this is the kind of fire that cannot be this is blue fire you know it cannot be quenched it cannot be put out by water it cannot be put out this is the fire that goes around the barriers i want you to understand something what the lord has begun today years from now in this country we are going to be experiencing it what god has begun this week and indeed in Feast even last year god is causing their to be a fire that cannot be quenched one of the things about barriers you need to know is that barriers are mental blocks when men are stranded it can it can it can um, stop a move any excitement anything that is exciting when men are stranded for any reason is like so how do we carry this forward but I want you to know that God is releasing divine strategy for ministry, for life, for the economy, for, for this nation. God is releasing a unique strategy so that you are not going to be stranded lest the move of God is slowed down. God, what is more important to God than time is his people and his agenda. He will bend everything so that he can keep his people.
so that there is a remnant. He will bend everything so that his people can carry his agenda. The people that are standing here today are not, the, this is not, you didn't just come to attend. Listen, you're not going back the same way. And I want you to believe me. It's not about what you feel or don't feel. Something has begun on the inside of you. Because God is not a waster of resources. God does not gather men to waste them. Neither does he gather men to waste his time. God gathered you here so that a tsunami, something to respond to the stirring of the waters uh, begins to flow uh, and as that is happening uh, something is going to shift on your life so that you can be able to carry what God has said you should carry in this generation I want you to understand that at whatever age you are you are now hereby smack in the middle of a tsunami you are hereby ignited. The fire of God is being ignited in you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to just raise up your hands and begin to pray and say, Lord, it is my time. This is my time. This is my time. This is my time. This is my time. Listen, before you pray, I said perception is crucial because perception will determine intimacy. When somebody perceives who they should be with, it determines the fruit that they are going to bear. It determines the seed that they will bring forth. When you perceive what God is doing in a place like this and a time like this, it becomes your greatest instrument to carry the purposes of God. So I want you to lift up your hands and say, God, set me on fire. This is my time. Set me on fire. This is my time. Set me on fire. This is my time. Come on. Can you raise up your voice? Set me on fire. This is my time. Set me on fire. This is my time. In the name of Jesus. Ila pregenda da di ashaya yes this is my time this is indeed my time I decree this is my time this is a time for my country in the name of Jesus come on someone decree speak with the words of your mouth and decree I am not living here. This is not uh, business as usual. Uh, something has shifted uh, on the inside of me. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, with everybody raising up their hands I want to make one prayer and I want to pray for every woman that God has called in ministry I feel a fresh fire coming upon you whether it's in, in intercession whether it is on the pulpit whether it's off the pulpit as long as God has called you into ministry I sense just a fresh baptism of the fire of God 
a fresh baptism of the fire of God a fresh baptism of the fire of God in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus a fresh baptism of the fire of God right now in the name of Jesus I feel especially a grace for women who are under 25 women under 25 that God has called into ministry receive the fire of God right now in the name of Jesus receive the fire of God now in Jesus name God is anointing for himself intercessors God is anointing for himself intercessors God is anointing for himself right now prophets God is anointing for himself apostles Lord the Lord is anointing shepherds after his own heart teachers in the name of Jesus let there be the fire of God even upon you right now in the name of Jesus Christ I want us to pray one more prayer and I want us to pray Lord because this is my time give me the strategy for this season give me the strategy for this season in the name of Jesus everybody lifting up your hands just begin to pray Lord give me a strategy for this season in the name of Jesus how to steward this revival Lord, a strategy for this season in the name of Jesus how to steward what you have given us as a nation as a church in the name of Jesus show us Lord exactly where we need to step in in the name of Jesus finally I want us to pray Lord anoint me equip me for this season Lord anoint me equip me for this season empower me with speed for this season I don't have time to waste I need supernatural speed in this season in the name of Jesus father I need a sudden shift to, to step into your agenda for this season in the name of Jesus in the name of the Lord Shenema, Ikala de Jekeredia, Zandaradia Shedebaya.